Welcome to the Cats Pod. Not what we wanted in any way, shape, or form. This is one of the toughest, this is the toughest game to talk about since we started this podcast. There's a lot of things that are going to be said by fans, by players, by coaches, all over the place. And I want to start off this podcast just by saying we fully support every single player and all of the coaches on this Bobcat team. And we believe in them going into the future. Now, everything that we say beyond this, there may be some anger behind it. And it's, it's rough because we took a loss today. But I want everybody to know, above and beyond everything else, we are always, forever and always, cat fans through and through. Am I right, Eric? Yes. Yes. This was an unfortunate event. But I ha- I have to say the players they really came through, wouldn't you agree? The players I I don't blame any single player. No. On absolutely this team not. Not a, not a single not a chance. These guys they came they came out they're fighting the whole way through and anybody can go look at the stats. Julius Davis was a machine tonight. He fought and he fought and he fought and things didn't translate the way we wanted to. But Tommy Mallott, right there with him. Those guys, they're dogs, man. They 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 went hard every single play. It didn't matter what nobody gave up. No, no. It what? It just it kills me to have to stick my foot in my mouth. I I thought this was gonna go the other way. I really did. I I had a I still have a lot of confidence in this team. They just, Cat Grizz is different. It's just different. Yeah. I mean, it just, it goes to show you, you can never, you can never count one or the other team out at any point because last year and quite a few years, it, it has been blowouts. I mean, we had the 2018 miracle. Yeah. We had 2019. We, we blew them out. 2020, there was not a game. 2021, they blew us out. 2022, we blew them out. 2023, they blew us out. Yeah. They they played they just played a better game. They played a better game. I do not think that they are a better team. No. I would still take every single player that we have on the Cats 7 days out of the week, 24 hours a day, 365, I'm taking these Cat players with me. 100%. I would not trade I would not trade Tommy for Clifton any way shape or form. No. I would not trade Julius for Eli. I would not trade Sean for anybody on no. the team, you know. No, you give us our quarterbacks, you give us all every single one of our running backs, you give us all of our wide receivers, you give us in our, our entire defense, those we're going to ride and die with those guys. I believe in them 100%. Mm-hmm. And this was just a hiccup. This was not like Idaho. No. This was not like that game. This was... I don't even want to chalk it up to Washington Grizzly because that's giving Grizzly fans too much credit. Yeah. They definitely did make a difference with noise. Like, you could tell on a few plays, like the first one where Sean came in... And he got frustrated because nobody knew what was going on. Yeah. 
Everybody yeah. seemed, the communication seemed to have failed in a few different occasions during the game. Yeah. And those fans did make it tough on them. They did, they did not make anything easy for the Bobcats whatsoever. No. No, they didn't. And I just, I got to give a lot of credit to our defensive line for sticking in there for that whole thing. Brody Greeby was just another another force to be reckoned with. Yeah. Again, Paul brought. He's a guy. He's a dude. He's a he's a he's all he is is football. Yeah. I mean, these guys they stuck in there. They harassed the quarterback. Whether I mean, it may not have ended up how we wanted it to end up, but they were in his face doing their job the yeah. entire game. He, the, old Clifton McDowell. Yeah. Was flushed how many times t- today? Honestly, the old the old country club country club bully. He, he was, was he was at, he had to scramble on a lot of those plays. He did, and he made some great plays he did. on the scramble. He like did. he made plays. I mean, the Grizz made plays today. They did that we haven't seen out of them the entire season. They were playing their best football at the correct time, and we did not play our best football today. No. But I still, I still actually hate to say that because our stars were still there, our our star players, and the team was still there. They yeah. were there. It just didn't translate how we wanted. No. I mean, you, everyone looks at the final score and they say, "Oh, it was a it was a blowout," and it was. But at the same time, Tommy did not. Flounder. No. He threw, he, one, a... he threw one interception in garbage time when we were just trying to make something happen. Right. Not but... true not truly garbage time, but it was the time where we have to get a play. We have to get big chunk plays every single time. Yeah. So he was making passes that he wouldn't normally make. And Tommy ran for over a hundred yards today. He ran for yeah. over a hundred yards. When if you put that against any other team yeah. any other time. We win if Tommy goes over 100 yards. Yeah. That is, touchdown Tommy is still touchdown Tommy. Yeah. It, it hasn't changed. He was still gashing them for massive runs. Yeah. Massive. He looked sharp with his passes other than a few that were a bit off. He was, he was he short still, on a few and he was long on a few, but he was in situations that we're not, we, we don't put him into. No. He had to. He was put into uncomfortable situations because of the effects that the Grizz defense had, and you have to give some credit to those players on I, the other side. I won't. You know? I won't. I won't give them any credit. No. You will. I, won't. <laughs> yeah. I get that right now. It is. It is tough to even make this funny at this point. <laughs> like, yeah. There is nothing funny about thirty-seven to seven. No. There's nothing. I, it's. It's tough. We could say things like we would want to see maybe a little bit more Sean Chambers in this game. Um, sure. I, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be too mad if he came into the game a little bit more, and got the ball in situations where it wasn't ride or die. I mean, let's put it this way. We love touchdown Tommy. Yeah. To I mean, he is on a pedestal. Yeah. But Sean is too. Yeah. He's right there with him. Yes. I mean, these guys are. I mean. We make a big deal about a lot of players on this podcast, but those those two guys, we will. I mean, we're gonna live and die with those guys. Yeah. 
Really? And they're players that most of the time we don't talk that much about. No. And because it's, it's not because we don't respect them. It's just because we expect it from them every week. Yeah, and it, it becomes like yeah. a week-to-week thing where it they're always great. And it's like, yeah, Tommy was great. Yeah. Yeah, Sean was great. That's what we've come to expect every single week. And so sometimes they we kind of put them on the back burner once we start recording because they are just that great. They just don't make mistakes. Yeah. And that's number one. Mm-hmm. Sean and Tommy do not make mistakes. And we so we never really talk about them because they do exactly what we hope they do. And we just make a big deal about everyone else. But these guys, I mean, it's, it is time. We make a big deal about them. Yeah. They hold the team together. They, and, and it is not their fault. Yeah. It, uh, I mean, let's get that hammered down right now. This is not their fault. It's not any of the players' fault. No, at all. no. The defense had a hard time in that first quarter getting it together. Yeah. They missed some tackles. They, it they happens. Did. They did. It happens. Yeah. These are things that are corrected over time, and they can make and they made steps in the in the future after that, and they made some big stops. They got sacks. They got tackles for loss, like we're used to seeing. They started covering the outside better. They made the adjustments they needed to make on defense. And we just kept putting, on both sides of the ball, they were just put in bad situations. I mean... They were put in situations that you you can't expect players to succeed in. It, it doesn't make sense for us to talk about what, what went wrong with the players because the players know exactly what went wrong. Yeah. They know exactly what broke down. They know exactly how to fix things and us making a big deal about it, it makes absolutely no sense. No. So I, I look forward to the next game I do a too. lot. I'm still I'm looking forward to this next game because this is going to be the true test over everything else, over the yeah. Idaho loss, yep. over anything we've went through this season, of the cat culture that we know and love with this team. This is going to be the game where the Bobcats show how solid they are and how united they are. We we know our everyone who listens and everyone who is a fan of the Bobcats knows the culture that Vegan has put together in that locker room. Yeah. And they know just how resilient this team is. I mean, this isn't the first time we've been blown out in Washington Grizzly in the last couple of years. No. And remember what happened that time? We what went happened? to the championship. That is exactly what happened. We went to Frisco. Happened. We went to Frisco. Yeah. And I'm that not was saying... because Tommy showed up. Tommy came out of nowhere and went on a tear. And because he gets angry, you know? He doesn't show it. He's always the consummate professional. Yeah. But I feel like he's going to take this loss personally. Yeah. And I think every single player on the Cats is going to take this loss personally. And they are going to use it as fuel. How many? Because we're still going to have a very good chance of a matchup with the Grizzlies in the playoffs. I mean, we'll see how things seed out. And we'll see how things are going forward. But bottom line is, Tommy Malott and Sean Chambers are our leaders. Yep. And they are going to take us wherever they can. Yep. Within their, and they are more than capable. They're going to take us where they can. Yep. Those guys are going to lead us as far as they can. Yep. Humanly possible. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say about them. They are dudes. They yeah. are the guys. They are our guys. Yeah. And we're going to ride and die with them. 
Exactly. And I ain't going to ever talk horse pucky on Sean Chambers or Tommy Malott. Never. Never. No. It's... Or Julius Davis. Or, or Julius Davis. Or any Or Brody Greeny. <laughs> or any one of them. Yeah. I don't care. I, I'm not going to... Those guys, they left that out on the field. We watched it. Every yeah. single play. All game long. They tried as hard as they possibly could. And... I'm. I'm never. I'm not gonna. Ta- I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna throw shade at any one of them. We didn't have effort problems. No. If we had effort problems, we would have a real problem. Yeah. I mean, but we've we've seen that. We've we seen have seen is. that. We have seen teams where everything falls apart as soon as these losses happen, and losses like this are tough to swallow, and it it's hard to go into, and it's hard to come back from. But we. I mean, we keep repeating the same thing over and over. But I just. I think it's super important to know that this team is different. Okay. I got to stop this. Okay. Just because, no, no. Uh, I actually have Grizz fans typing in to buy Bobcats for Bobby shirts right now. Oh, no. They think it's a joke. But we aren't joking. Yeah. <laughs> this is a small hiccup in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Brett V. Is a better coach than Bobby Howe. Yeah. He's he's better at put he's better at putting together a complete roster. He's better at teaching players to play the right way within a team mentality type of scheme. He's better at recruiting. He's, he's better, better at teaching. He's better at leading. Yeah. And just because it didn't translate this one time, yeah. does not mean that's how it is going forward. This one game is not the end of the world. Currently at this moment, like and honestly, 30 minutes ago, it might have felt like it was the end of the world. It, it hurt bad. I, I, I am hurting bad. And we have a ton of egg on our face, you know, because we've, we've been doing all this stuff. And yeah. we're being kind of, we were being antagonistic to Bobby. And we were, we were going off and we built this whole campaign on this satirical thing about Bobby Houck. And then he showed up and... and Don't you say they, it. Don't you say it. <laughs> You never. He ever, showed up and he you, was there. He was you in the never stadium. say that. He was in the stadium. Don't you ever <laughs> say that in my presence Don't, again. I didn't ever. say anything. You just said. That. I said nothing. <laughs> I said he was in the stadium. That's all I said. Okay. We That's found, all I said. He's we, in the, he was there. He was. I I can confirm. Bobby Houck was at Washington Grizzly today. <laughs> He, yeah, he was there. His, his nose was there. It was dragging down. Like, I think that yeah. thing points down all the way into the dirt. Yeah. Uh, wh- wh- which one hit first? His Which one hit the ground first? His nose or his frown? I have no idea. It I had to be. I mean, it had to have been a tie. Yeah. They both sag so low. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. It's, it's just a, it's a hard day. It's a hard day to talk about the Bobcats. And other than just tell you we love you. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Okay. All, right. all that aside. All that aside. Let's actually talk about a per person breakdown. Okay. Julius Davis, our guy. Yeah. Gave us the shout out. I mean, has to be one of our top five favorite players all time. Yeah. Which also includes Tommy and Sean. He's definitely number one for me on the team right now. Yeah. yeah. He had a huge game. Julius Davis was running everywhere. Through through people. I mean, he He was was going through so many defenders. There was always defenders in his way. The the Grizz were swarming on defense, and he plowed 
his way to 107 yards today. Yeah. Julius Davis is a, a man, and I'm going to stick by that all the way through. And I just, I, it drives me absolutely nuts that he puts up a stat line like he did. Yeah. And we got blown out. And that's not garbage time. That no. is actual in the trenches we, fighting. That was all quality where we needed every single yard. Yeah. We needed every single one of those yards. And the Grizz also needed to stop us for every single one of those yards. And he plowed his way through it, and he, he played amazing today. I mean, I hate to tout him too much because he might leave us. No, he's not. Uh, I can't. Okay, Eric, you can't put that on me today. I know. You can't do that to me right now. Okay, I'm already hurting. Okay, and you got to hurt me more. I'm just saying right now he's not leaving. Okay, he's just not. The... Last, and I'm going to call Julius Davis great. The last great running back we had went, he, he transferred. And I hope to God that doesn't happen. But fact of the matter is, Julius Davis is a great running back. He is a fantastic running back. And he showed that today against a formidable, a very, very formidable defense. He ran all over him. I mean, what did he have? Two tackles at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, two I don't ones? think he lost any yards today. I, I mean, can't he, think he, of a single play where he lost any yards. He might have, but he still had a, over a hundred yards on the ground. It doesn't even matter if he lost yards. I mean, it's just, it, yeah, man, it just is so tough looking at that score and watching the game. And your guys had such. A fantastic goal. They 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 just went hard. That was the thing. They they didn't they didn't do anything overtly wrong in this game. No. All the players I just it's, it's so tough. It like it's so tough. Because I mean, right now currently my phone is blowing up. Yeah. And this might be a product of we've never like neither of us have ever been I, I don't even want to call us public figures now. Because it's not the public. That's coming after us, you no, know. It's our it's, friends. It's friends and family, and they are just going in right now. They're having a ball but at we our were, expense. When we make the jokes, so we gotta make we gotta understand when people make jokes back. But it is just sore right now. But we live in an area that is predominantly grizzly. Yeah. That is the fact of the matter. This area, Valier, Montana. I mean. It is very, very grisly. That is a fact. The thing that sucks, though, is that none of these guys were talking a week ago. No. None of these guys were talking two weeks ago. None of these guys were talking at the beginning of the season. And then today, today is the day where they decide to talk. No, and you, I mean, I'm I'm not saying I'm an ultra-humble fan, but... (laughs) Who, honest to God, hand hand on the heart, would you have texted anybody after a cat win today if they had? I don't think so. I wouldn't either. I I don't generally do that. I do that with teams. Like, if somebody has a team that's not in the state, if it's like pro football or something like that, or I do with Duke basketball, if I know a Dukey, I'm going to throw some texts out there. But... I feel like those aren't as close to the heart. 
Well, you know, I hate to, I'm getting really sentimental let, and let, weird right now this way. because of what happened today, but it's too close to the heart. My in-laws are Braves fans. Big, yeah. big Braves fans. Yeah. I'm a Phillies fan. Yeah. When the Phillies beat the Braves this year in the NLCS, yeah. I didn't say anything because they already knew it. Yeah. I didn't have to say anything. You don't got to talk. I didn't have to poke it in. Yeah. But guess what the Grizzly fans do? They have to come out in droves to make their point heard mm-hmm. because, like I always say, and I hope everybody listening hears this extremely clear, the Grizzly fan base want, runs extremely wide. It's a huge fan base, yeah. but it don't run very deep. <sighs> it Those runs, guys, It runs on Cat Grizz. Everything runs on Cat Grizz. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because and if... That's the, it. if the cats go further, you it'll be crickets. Yep, they're not even talking. Crickets. What? Well, who is the? I'm having a hard time. But like on college game day, you know the the older coach that's on there. Do you know what his name is? Yeah, it's the the gray haired coach, and he puts on the the headgear every time. Yeah, uh, Lee Corso. Lee Corso. Yeah, yeah. So he said something today that. <laughs> That I feel like is is present in this moment, and he said, "When you lose, talk a little bit, and when you win, talk even less." Yeah, that's a good one, and it's a good quote, and it's something that I try to live by. We make jokes, I know that we're always obviously going to have to answer for that, but it doesn't mean that. The barrage has to happen every time. No. The fact the fact of the matter is that when the cats lose, it is unbearable. When the grizzly lose, it's it's just another day. You know, it's it's nothing. Because the cat fans don't go after the grizzly fans quite like the opposite. The Grizzly fans will go after the Cats because they can't possibly imagine what it is to lose. Yeah. And, the, and that's part of it, too, is that the the Grizz fans are so used to this. And they, you would think they would learn to be winners by this time. I feel like I'm being soft right now, and I feel like I'm being a triggered millennial. But honestly, right now, I'm not that mad about that. Like, I'm, I'm just going to be me at this point and say that, Uh, there's no way if it was the other way around, I would be like this. No. no. We would be celebrating our team. You wouldn't have 18 and we would be on your phone? No, and we would be going after Bobby a little bit. Yeah. The coach of the team. We'd be going after him. Yeah. You know? That's and he's good. a big public figure, and that doesn't mean that he deserves all this hatred, but we, we honestly haven't even hated on him that much. I mean, <laughs> we poke a little bit of fun. I poke a little bit of fun. Okay. I mean... You you can attest. I'm about as. I get a little mad when the cats lose. Just <laughs> just a little. Bit. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not good with losing. No, losing, losing is never sucks, fun. Losing sucks, but it's hard to be mad today. And this is this is my final takeaway. And I will not go any further into the game after this, other than 
it's this isn't the players. No. The players came out to play today and they did play well. They showed up. They showed up. It was a tough day overall, but once again, so much respect to the players. Yeah. Um, guys... I feel like I feel like we should talk a little bit about the the big stuff that happened in the rest of the FCS at least today. Yeah. Because it's gonna have huge implications. And I don't know what the plans are tomorrow, but I feel like the selection show is gonna be something that we're gonna have to talk about yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. And we might add that onto this episode or we might record a separate episode with that. We're gonna yeah. But yeah. it's it's gonna be it's gonna be huge. And this do you wanna tell them what happened? Well Furman loses. Furman loses. Yeah. Delaware, I don't know what the score is now, as we're recording, but they were down twenty eight to seven at one point. Yeah. That's big. Uh, South Dakota was winning. So. I mean, this is this is gonna throw a grenade into this into into the rankings or yeah. the selection committee's decisions. I, it's going to be really interesting to see what the committee actually decides to do. Because there's there's going to be a lot of tough decisions that you wait, have to make between wait, teams. Wait, wait, wait. Scroll back up there. Where he, ben is looking at the scores right now. Yeah. And we're, we are we are recording live at 3.51 p.m. And right now, keep going up. There it is. UC Davis is beating Sacramento State. Yeah. So, lo- losing this game... Is not looking quite as bad as I had thought. Yeah. If Furman, Delaware, and Sac State all lose, and this has nothing, I mean, we're not even to Idaho, Idaho State. Yeah. I mean, we could get another upset there. Yeah. Because we have three upsets already happening. Yeah. Happening. It's 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 a big day across all of the FCS. A lot of decisions are being made today. Look at Villanova that. Look at beat that. Delaware 35 to 7. Shout out to Villanova. Let's Villanova, go. one of my favorite basketball schools, but they are showing up in football this year at 9 and 2. Hey, like they're doing big things for sure. What what a job by Villanova. One mm-hmm. we needed them to pull through. So by the losses in the top 10. Oh. Just already the losses already. That helps us. Yep. So I think with this loss by MSU, and you take into account the loss by Furman, the loss by Delaware, and I'm missing one. What was the other one? It doesn't matter. That takes two teams directly out of the top five for sure yeah idaho i hope they lose (laughs) really hope they lose yeah but i think that we had enough i think we had enough losses for us to end up with a seed i i or you know a first round bye yeah if i'm wrong i don't it doesn't matter it really doesn't. Because do you think that there is any team outside of South Dakota State, South Dakota, North Dakota State, 
Montana. Yeah, there it is. There's yeah. your four. Mm-hmm. You think there's any team that can beat the Cats? I don't see anybody challenging from the outside. There would no. have to be something crazy that's happening in those games for anything to happen to the Cats at this point outside of those teams. There's a major Which are going to be games. There's a major difference in talent between these conferences. I just do not see the Cats having trouble with, well, let's say Austin P. Yeah. There's no way we have to go to Austin P in where the heck are they even from? Somewhere in Texas? There's no way yeah. we go there and have trouble with. No, no way. I don't I don't think that's going to be the case. And we also have to think about the way the committee makes decisions. And a lot of that is by dollar signs. And we are on the side where dollar signs are going to help us. Yeah. You know? All we have We're to say... We're going to be able to bid for home field and we're going to I think I think you can't take away a first round buy from this team right now. I it's it's a hard argument to make. It I is. know. It 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 was a blowout. I yeah. I can see if they decided to take it away from us, but that doesn't scare me. Mm-hmm. Does it scare you? No. Not in any way shape or form. I don't see don't see how they can take that away from us. No. I don't. It's it's going to be a big selection show tomorrow, and I am very curious to see how everything stacks up just because of all of the upsets and things that have happened throughout the day. It It's going to be very tough for them to make decisions. I would not want to be on that committee right now. I know we talk a lot of trash about the coaches' poll, but we the committee doesn't release polls that often. Yeah. The last one was, I think, while the cat it was before the Idaho game, and they haven't released anything since. So it's tough to know which direction the committee is going to go in and what they've seen and what they haven't seen. I think they're going to make the right decision, though, and see that the strongest teams are out of the Big Sky and out of uh, Missouri Valley. They need to, honest to God, they need to look at who the best players are in the conference. Yeah. You have 1A, Tommy Malott. You have 1B, Sean Chambers. Which both made the top five. On, what, what was that That poll for the, the, the players? Hero, Hero Sports, yeah. Yeah, Hero Sports poll. They, they the, listed both of our quarterbacks in the top five quarterbacks in the country yeah, for FCS. Both of them. Yeah. Those guys... They're just so much better than yeah. everyone else. And they're it's so much close. better than what happened today. It is. They're so yeah, much honestly. better than the... The scoreboard does not show the talent on the team in any way whatsoever. We saw Tommy's magic. We didn't yeah. get to see enough of Sean's magic. And we see Tommy in the playoffs, too. Yeah. We know the Tommy magic that happens in the playoffs. When you push your chips all in and you say, this is for a national championship... This is where everything goes. He is going to show up, and he is going to lead the rest of that team the way that he always has. 100%. And then you have, when things aren't working out quite right, or you just want to throw a little spice in, make it a little spicy dish. Oh, a little spicy dish. I like that. Let's throw a little Sean Chambers in, and he's going to absolutely throw a stick of dynamite into the opposing team's camp. Is that a little, little Blow sugar? Blow him up. A little sugar Sean Chambers? 
Yeah, we ain't gonna throw say a little that. sugar Sean Not Chambers in there. If I have to see a sugar Sean O'Malley Grizzly post, I will never watch another one of his fights ever. Period. I think we can convert him. I hope so. I think so. If we could ever get the platform to convert that guy. I think he would like us a lot more than the the Grizz fan cast or whatever they have. The Grizz fan zone or whatever it's called. Yeah, they, they don't Wait have a any... second. Okay, we haven't talked about it yet, and I said we were going to open with this. But we have a beef with the MMA fan zone. Yeah! The MMA fan zone yeah. is trash. Garbage. Absolute garbage. Where do we even start with this? How many times do we have to send pictures of cute kids... I mean, it's no, not, not even just our own. no, 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 not just cute kids, the cutest kids. Yeah, the cutest damn kids in the land. Yep. And we we're we're, we're sending pictures in. We're sharing it. We're trying to get them on there. Not, I think MMA fan zone is trying to ice us out. We sent direct email to direct MMA email. fan mm-hmm. zone, a direct email with fantastic pictures of kids in cat and grizz gear. Yep. Multiple. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing. Instead, they put a middle-aged man in front of a couple flags. Yeah. That was a great picture, MMA fan zone. Great, great picture. Do I have to change my geolocation to Australia in order to get on there? Well, Is that what has to happen? Apparently, if they see a Bobcat fan from Valier, Montana, they, uh, just, they, they shut that thing down, even though we have to drive a long ways to either school. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. It's a long ways. We're trying. We're trying to support, but they don't seem to care. No. Uh, next on the list, I mean, do you even want to get into picks for next? Oh, there it, are no we picks. We can't make yeah, picks until we, we see the selection. Them. Yeah. So we'll see what the selection committee does. We'll see how many Big Sky teams make it. I think it's going to be hard for us to pick the entire bracket. Yeah. Because... We haven't watched a lot of those teams, but we can we can try it out. Um, we're... I have one more thing for you. Right. If you had to pick one thing other than a Bobcat win, you can't say that. Yeah. What is the one thing you wish you would have seen more of today? One thing. I, I got to... One thing. The, the one thing I wanted to see more than anything else... Was a little bit more Sean Chambers. A little bit more Sean Chambers just because that, I think that, like you said, is the spice. Yeah. That completes the offense, okay? We, the offense was a little bit of bland, a little bit bland. It was a little bit under seasoned today. Yeah. And we obviously don't know that much about football. Like, we're by no means experts, X's and O's wise. We know a lot about football as fans, but we couldn't explain to you why. Certain offenses work against certain defenses. We're not talking about different coverages and why they matter and don't matter. That's not what we do. Yeah. But what I wanted to see was a little bit more, like, just a, a tablespoon of salt Yeah. in the offense from Sean Chambers. And those big runs that he can bust out for, he just has to be on the field for him. Yeah. You know? And... If I had to say anything else, I, I I mean, I don't want to step on you. I don't know if you have an idea of what you would, would like to add, but the the clock management at the end of the half, 
Yeah. And how that turned into points. That was bad. For the, the Grizzlies just going into halftime. Those are decisions where you're going to... It's, it's tough because as a coach... You, if that play works out, and if Sean Chambers throws a dime into the end zone and we score seven points, we're saying that the offensive coordinators and the coaches and all the time management are amazing. But it didn't work out, and yeah. so it's time to criticize. Yeah. You know, it, it's hard to make those calls. Yeah, I think if I had to pick one thing that I would have liked to see, I think I would have liked to see. Above all, I mean, it's hard for me to pick anything other than what you just said. Yeah. I love that Tommy came out and looked sharp, as he always does. Every yeah. week, Tommy looks great. Tommy is our quarterback. Yeah. But Sean adds that little bit of, you know, run, yeah. gun. You know, last week... He touched the ball nine times to counter for five touchdowns. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is who he is. Yeah. And, I mean, I think I agree with you. Really. When we let loose, sometimes Sean makes some magic happen. He does. And Tommy makes magic happen as well. Yeah. But Tommy usually makes magic happen with his feet. Yep. For the most part, it's with his feet. Not, and not he did. He still him. did it, and he did that. He got yeah. 108 yards today. He he you know? gashed him. Sean makes Big magic plays. in the goal line situations, but then he also makes some magic in the play in the pass plays sometimes. Yeah. You know, and if I woulda coulda shoulda, you yeah. know, woulda yeah. coulda shoulda. Woulda coulda shoulda. If, if if we throw Sean in there and then he throws a couple passes like he made against SDSU and stuff like that. Those passes are inches away from being bad plays. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which is why you have to be so accurate and why quarterback is such a hard job. And, and why it's so hard to be a play caller and it's so hard to be an offensive or defensive coach. You know, you have you have two guys, Ty McCullough and Cleveland Thomas. These guys are D1 wide receivers. They are FBS wide receivers. Yeah. And they made plays. But they weren't given the opportunity to make the play. Yep. The play to separate them from everyone else. Yep. And I think I think they deserve a shot on you know, if you're gonna take a a deep shot on third and long or fourth and some, I think maybe those those guys are it, you can throw Trayton Pickering in there. Yeah. I think those are those I think that's guys. Another, that's another thing that we would like to see. I mean, I, we are very biased when it comes to trade and pickering. Yeah. Because he's he's from yeah. our area. Yeah. You know, we're up here in Valier, Montana, and we, North we County is. is right there. Yeah. And and we would love to see some more of him. But also, you got to make decisions as a coach based on the injury that he just had. You don't know how yeah. close to one hundred percent he is. 100%. Maybe Providence and Lonergan are in better condition to make those plays. Let's put it this way. I think you and I can both agree that at this point right now, we're going to put our faith in our coach. Oh, yeah. Coach Brett Vegan knows bet. He obviously knows more than us. Yes. But he knows what's best for this team. Yeah. Right? 
with the success that he has had and honestly honestly he's got to be a top 5 coach for the cats oh yeah all time i mean he really does it so, would be hard to argue anything in the otherwise so we just have to place our faith in the guy who's leading the team and i for one can say i 100% think that he's <laughs> he's got this it. was an anomaly right yeah. You guys, you you agree? We're with gonna that? move forward. We're gonna go on to the playoffs, and we are going to kick some major butt in the playoffs. Yeah, you know? yeah. we're gonna we're gonna kick some slash in the playoffs. I know no one else can see me, but right now, hand on the heart, hand on the heart. In Brett, we trust. In Brett, we trust. I think that's a good spot for us to end this thing. I think so too. All right, thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you for backing the the Bobcats no matter what. Thank you for everything that you've been sending to us. I am sorry to Roger Fisher because I missed one of his questions on the last episode. Um, the gap coverage was better for the Grizzlies today. <laughs> let's put that <laughs> let's put that there. Uh, but thank you for sending in the questions. Sorry I didn't see it until today, or else we would have responded to it on Wednesday. Yeah, um, we're gonna talk to you later this week about what happens after this game. Yep. And with the rest of the FCS, tune back in, please. I promise we aren't completely full of horse bucky. I mean, no. I know I know we thought this was going to be a cat win. We're like 45% horse bucky. Don't give up on us. Don't give up on <laughs> no, us. No, no. We're no. here. We 100% stand behind our coach at Montana State. Yep. Our quarterbacks, Montana State, are running every single player on that team. Julius Davis, Ty McCullough, Cleveland Thomas, Brody Greeby, C. Bass. Ben Seymour. Ben C. I mean, we, we could go on all day. Yeah. We love this team. We love doing this, this little podcast. I don't know. I don't know what else to say, man. I, I Even though it was a tough loss today, we're still pretty full of love just because of all the feedback and everything that yeah, that fans of the cats have given to us. The, I I wouldn't even call them fans of us. Yeah. I would say they're fans of the cats. Yeah. Fans of the cats are so diehard that they are willing to listen to us for extended periods of time. Yeah. I would say that's how diehard we are. And that's how diehard the Cats players are. Yeah. And that's why we feed into it so much. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, 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 I can't agree with you more there. Yeah. The only reason we do this is because we love to talk about the Bobcast. Yeah. And people like, I mean, I like to listen to things about the Bobcats. Yeah. It's, I like the, I like the Bobcats more than any other team. Yeah. It matters it matters more than it does any other fandom that I have. Yeah. And yep. Thank you everybody for listening to this episode. This is not the end, this is only the beginning. Yep. We are going to go from here and it's going to be a great playoffs. We will see you guys after the selection show and we will talk about the games for next week. Um it's only going up from here. Yep. Got to stay optimistic. Yep. Only going up Thank you to all the players and coaches for 
doing whatever you could for us all season long. Yep. And I know you're going to do the same thing going on. Yep. I, I, I don't have anything to add to that. You, you, you said exactly what I would have said. No. That everybody has done everything they can. Thank you.